Old Gold Club. Old Gold Club. So hello there and welcome to another episode of Old Gold Club, My Golden Game. I'm Mikey Burrows, delighted to say that we are joined on this episode by the legend himself, Mr. Shay Olafiniana. Good afternoon, good day, good morning, wherever you're listening from. It's good to it's good it's good to be here. <laughs> it's good to be here joining you guys and um I'm I've not been called a legend you may, many times. So you absolutely are a legend. <laughs> uh, and and partly for your response to my intro there, because you're one of the nicest men I've ever met in football. Well, thank you so very much. You didn't say that five minutes before this interview started, so <laughs> <laughs> But again I get it. <laughs> you're also one of the hardest working men in football and even in your role at the club now i mean you are busy 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 uh, well i give myself that that's one compliment i can i can i can take yeah well i think we're all busy at the moment the, the pandemic and the virus has made us all think a little bit differently and we're all having to work twice as hard at the moment to sort of try and make up for lost times if there's anything like that but i mean yeah, you set yourself up for that, don't you? Because uh, when we did your full Old Gold Club episode, it came out that you have multiple degrees, qualifications. You have studied intensively to do the jobs that you're doing. You like having lots of stuff to do. Yeah, well, I think um, my attitude to life has always been to prepare, 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 prepare for, for what is to come. While you, can, while you have a bit of control about, I mean, of today, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, hence the preparation. So I was very, very fortunate to have um, played football to the highest level, uh, even if I say so, and um, to have um, accumulated the degrees I've, I've had over the few years. And yeah, still thinking about studying, why not? I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, <laughs> this, by the way, is a first for the My Golden Game series, and I'm not sure how many other people will do what you have done on this because Shale Fignana has selected a game in which Wolves lost and not just that they lost that they lost to West Bromwich Albion you've got to you're gonna to have to explain this to people as to how this is your favorite game Shay. well I have a lot of explaining to do but again the game that particular game I have chosen is more than just a game I think it's the gravity of um what the game meant to the, to the fans, what the game meant to the club, what the game meant to us as players, how how we felt as players. That's what um, has made me choose that game. It was one game we needed to win. It was one game that um, it was in the semi-final of the playoffs. We were playing at home. Everyone expected us to uh, put one over the uh, put one over West Brom, our fiercest rivals, and then we didn't deliver on the day despite all the efforts. See, we'll get into this in a second. We're talking about 13th of May 2007, the first leg of the playoffs, as you mentioned. And I, I, say, I wonder if it's something about your character as well, that you could have picked a, a simple game where you scored the winner. You were top scorer that season, but you went for a game that had a, a, quite a lot in it. And I, I wonder how much the atmosphere of that game played a part in you choosing it. That, that's exactly why I chose the game. There was a lot of things. I mean, I think the the, the game itself, the the ninety minutes, ninety minutes, ninety whatever minutes of the game was just a small fraction of the game itself of of the 
of what happens about the game itself. It, the build up to it, how we got to that, to that sort of destination, having been the ninth in, in the 0405 uh, season, having been seventh, just missed out on the playoff in the 0506 season, following that one, then the 06 07 season, the one we're talking about, to have come fifth. I mean, and as fate will have it, we played with West Brom. So it's, it's, it's been a lot of roller coaster emotion, not just for the players, but the, for the fans and for the football club. So why not West Brom? Well, because Matt Murray selected the game against West Brom from, uh, uh, what, two months before this one. And I know that you really enjoyed that game as well. It, the team actually went on a, a bit of a dip after that game against Albion in the league in March and included the 6 0 home defeat to Southampton, which is still one of the most bonkers games I think most people can remember when you get cheered off having conceded six. Six, yeah. But then, I, I guess, are you saying that because there was the turnaround after that, because of getting into the playoffs, when maybe you weren't expected to, that all plays its part? Of course it does. Like I said, this, is, this has been building up a few years now. But when I came into the football club 2004, Wolves had just got relegated to left, and I had to replace Alex Ray if that was the plan. And then from that point onwards, uh, fans were very, very expectant. We were almost expected to sort of jump back and get promoted straight back into the Premier League. And why, why not? We had some wonderful players at our disposal at the time. I mean, at that time, at that time, the likes of Paulins were there, Robert Woods were there, Julian Lesko, Jody Craddock. You only need to look at the the the, the strength and depth to then begin to look at the team and then say, well, we've got a chance here. And the, the, the fans believed, but we, we didn't deliver in 0405. Uh, we didn't deliver in 0506. Of course, we were getting closer. And uh, 06 or 07 was, was the year, like you rightly said, we had a dip just towards the tail end, which probably could have gone on to sort of pick up the automatic you know, qualification spots, one of the two, but we never did. We, we fell to the faith. That's why that game is very, very important. It was a very, very important game. We didn't win it, but again, the atmosphere, the build-up, the, the expectation, how the players felt as individuals and collectively. I'm sure my, the manager felt pressured as well. Do you think he did? Because uh, it's the start of that season when he, he makes the famous MM stands for Mick McCarthy, not Merlin the Magician comment. So I don't know what, what he was saying to you guys in the dressing room at the time as to what the expectation was. Trust me, it did. If you if you don't know about the the history of Wolverhampton Wanderers Football Club, if you don't, if you're hearing about Wolves from from outside, the moment you come in, people let you know. Sometimes not through verbal conversation, but actually you can almost feel the size of the club from the way the fans uh, react, from the way the people come to the stadium, from when you feel people on the street, the way they talk about it. You are bound to feel the pressure. Yes, as a manager, you must have learned over time not to sort of let those um, nerves get to him or not to show the nerves. It's a part of what you learn as, I mean, as a manager, because if he was nervous, what, what chance have we got as players? So that is, for you to ask whether he was nervous, I'm, I'm very, very sure he was nervous as a manager. It's just that thing, though, isn't it? Because, I say, the expectation is there off the pitch. But when you look at the players who were on the pitch, you mentioned some of the big names that were there when you first arrived. By the time you get to this point, you're in a midfield of, what, Kitely, you, Potter, uh, Michael McIndoe. It's very youthful in and around you. Very, very, very. I came into a, a great squad. 
And I mean, thank God I, I, I met those guys at the football club. I, I learned loads and I learned very, very quickly because coming from Norway, I was I was doing well in Norway. I was the, the big star in the, in the club I was playing, coming from. But um, with the likes of Colin Cameron, Mark Kennedy, Kevin Cooper, Keith Andrews, Sean Newton, Kenny Miller, Carl Cole, George and Da, I mean, just to mention a few, these are these are renowned players and they're, they're tested players who are not just good players who will not even wait until the manager says anything, but will let you know if you're not pulling your weight in training, let it on games. So I had to sort of learn very very quickly, and we demand stuff of each other. Did so you change within the team? Did you change in that season, Shay, to because of the youthful players in and around you? Did you have to take a different role within the team? Adapt, adapt or die. Uh, that, that was the approach. I mean, like I said, I came into the into the into the club, a big star from Norway. But again, without any form of disrespect, Norway is a smaller country in terms of football when it comes to to, to football compared to England. So you you had to play and you had to defend. You had to work hard for the team. It, the, the hard work I was used to before I came to to Wolves was nothing compared to what was expected of me when I first came. And they, they let me off for a few for a few weeks, but I mean, after the second week, they let me they let me know about it, and I knew I had to produce or I get up to, I stay in, I stay in the stands. So to answer your question, yes, I did change. Yeah, I guess though, in that season, like off the pitch, did you? I mean, maybe on the pitch as well. Did you have to become more of a leader amongst those young players? Um, I, I wouldn't say I t- took on that role. Uh, that early, yes. Later, I, I had to when I sort of got to understand the culture a little bit better. When I got to understand the, the, the people, the fans, the expectation, understood the club a little bit more. Yes, maybe in my second or third season, I, I would say yes. But in my first season, it was a big learning curve for me. Of course, we had the governor there, Pauline, who, who, who galvanized the whole team. Colin Cameron, like I said, these are big characters who, who, who were there already when the club got relegated. They knew what they meant to the football club to, to, have, to have gotten relegated. And they knew the amount of work that needed to be done to sort of get the club up to where, where it belonged. And, and they weren't willing for anyone to just come in and just stroll around. And they needed somebody that would come and help get, get, get the club to the next level. So this game, first leg of the playoff semi-finals, against a team, obviously local rivals, they knocked you out the FA Cup in the same season. It's Hennessy, Collins, Breen, Craddock, McNamara, Kitely, Olofinjana, Potter, McIndo, Bothroyd, Bothroyd and, and Keogh. Yeah. The one that really stands out is Hennessy because Matt Murray had got injured on the eve of this game, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, well, NAC and Kalai Kimi have always been around it, to be fair. Uh, Matt Murray, I mean, is, is a standout candidate uh, for that role. But again, with the, with the retinue of injuries he's had in the past, uh, meant that any of those guys could come in and, I mean, deputise and, and still do a, a fantastic job. Uh, when NAC, prior to that game, had had a few games here and there to himself. So, in terms of Knowing what the what the game I mean looked like and what was needed in the game, he needed no preparation and he didn't know motivation. Uh, it was a great opportunity for him, for him to come in, and I thought he was ready. He was ready to sort of take that chance, and, he, and I thought he did well. So you don't think like the rest of the guys in the dressing room would have been too demoralised by losing Matty? I mean, Matty obviously was probably at the peak of his form that season, wasn't he? And then 
to lose him. It's kind of how much of a blow do you think it was in the dressing room? It, it was a big blow. Matt Murray was a was a game winner any day. Yeah, on the day where you're when you're not doing well or when you're doing well and you needed someone to sort of keep you afloat and make you win game or or draw the odd game that you're you're you're, you're struggling from. Matt Murray is, is your man. But again, we knew we had a good deputy in, in NSC. There was nothing we could do about it anyway. Disappointment was there, but the game was too big to be crying about the player not playing. Anyone could have played that game. You, you didn't need any motivation. The the atmosphere, the air in the in the, in the environment tells you everything you needed to know and, and, and tells you the amount of preparation you needed to, you needed to put in. What's it like building up to a game of that magnitude? Really, a playoff semi-final, championship playoffs, local rivals at home. You mentioned that people would never let you forget around Wolverhampton what was expected. I can imagine the whole place in the build-up to that game was almost electric. It was electric, and we didn't expect any, any less. We there's been banter flying right, left, centre between both fans from the moment we knew we were going to play West Brom and West Brom knew they were going to play us. We heard it as players. We read it as players. We we felt the atmosphere as players. I mean, let's let's let's, let's not forget West Brom is just down the road, and some of the for some of the some of their fans where we live, they they they're there, and and vice versa. So you you could sense from the atmosphere. You you, you felt it. You, you knew what was going on. You knew what it meant to the to the to, the, to both set of fans. Um, again, going back to the 0405. Wolves have always thought, well, we're going to we have the duration of our players, we're going to get promoted. We never got the promotion. 0506, we came a little bit closer, we just missed out on the, on the playoffs. Now, 0607, now we came faith, and now we're going to be facing, facing West Brom. So, the West Brom being an enemy, our fiercest rival, doesn't just come as a standing block. It's a great opportunity that Wolves, as a football club, has been waiting for to get back into the top line. That is what made the game very, very important. Again, how bet how, how how best to sort of go past your first rival to sort of getting into the Premier League? How wonderful would that would have sound? So the players felt so much pressure going into the game. Yeah, you go to training, there's lots fans are turned up for training, but more than get fans that that, that graced the, the pitch. The training was just packed. People were just expecting miracles to happen. Uh, I've never seen anything like that before. I, I've been very, very fortunate to have played in a lot of derbies in the course of my career. But again, nothing beat that 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 for me. If it was just a normal derby game where you play in a league environment where the three points is at stake, that yeah, you can you can get that. But again, in the playoffs, something that stops you from making that big jump from the championship to the Premier League, yeah, there's no words I can put together that can describe. That's um, the, the feeling. What do you actually remember about the game itself? It, it went very, very quickly. That much, that much <laughs> I was able to remember. It started and all of a sudden it was over. And uh, just, well, we lost the game. Even though we played so well, we had lots of chances in the first time that we could have put away. Kindly, myself, uh, Neil Collins, Jay Bofroyd. Never put put the chance, put, never put chances away, and you know they, when you have the likes of Kevin Phillips on the field, they they will punish you. I mean, at the size of an um, opportunity, and that was what that was what they did. They were very, they were just more clinical than us, and and that was the difference. That's the thing, isn't it? Um, 
it, the first goal, I guess, is is Gary Breen trying to clear it. Trying uh, to clear it, yeah. And it, it just drops perfectly to Kevin Phillips. Um, but you fought back. And what's going through your mind as kind of the, the ball is dropping to you for a second time in front of the old North Bank? What, two yards out or so? And you're thinking, I'm about to put us in front against Albion. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, well, prior to that, like you rightly said, that season I had a very, very good goal-scoring season. Uh, the season prior, I'd been injured and then just came back, came back fresh and I was in goal-scoring goal form. So, yes, there was no stopping me. I had a first attempt. Uh, K-K, K-K, the goalkeeper did made a great, great save and I had to follow up and then just tapped in. To be fair, when Kevin scored, because we were playing so well, because we were purely confident, we had lots of chances that we never put away, we, we almost knew we were going to come back. We, we knew it was going to be a matter of time before we got got a goal ourselves. And then that was Paul's on to go and win the game. And Jody Carter did the business. And then I scored the second and everywhere. Oh, my God. You can just feel the whole stand. Where you, you feel the whole stand was just going to collapse when that second goal went in. It was like, yes, come on. Let's bring it home, lads. Let's, let's, let's get this one over the line. Then we can worry about playing at the Albion in a few days' time. Do you think, I know hindsight is a, a wonderful thing sometimes in football. Do you think, is there a part of you that ever thinks that if you had held on for longer, because it was only, what, two minutes, 90 seconds between the goals, if you'd have seen it out for that kind of standard 10, 15 minutes and then maybe for the rest of the game, things might have been different that year? I agree totally. But, but such games come once in a lifetime. I don't think I, I've ever played any other game like that. I don't think I will ever. If, if I was to sort of come and play staff football again, I don't think I would ever play uh, such a game again because it was a unique game. That game wasn't about any managers talking to you. You knew what he wanted to do. You were motivated. You didn't need any motivation. But and again, you just went with your instinct. It wasn't... Um, if, it were, if it had been a normal league game, of course, you would have been a little bit cagey. You would have... Oh, yeah, you know, we, we're 2-1. We're playing against a very good team in West Brom. Let, let, let's see it out. Let us all come together. Let's try and defend and grind this one out. But we... At times, as players, within that same game, I think we played the occasion because the fans made you. Oh, actually, I'm going to mention it. This is Wolverhampton Wanderers leading West Brom. Yes, we believe in ourselves. We've worked hard to get to this point. And you know what? Rather than just sit back and just hold on to our 2 1 lead, we're just going to go and attack again. We're just going to go and score as many and then have them in, make sure we score, score as many goals just to sort of um, give our fans what they, what they want. Rather than actually let's play, let the fans worry about the occasion. We are, we are there as performers to, to, to perform, to play the game. It almost feels like is that kind of coming back to our point about the youngsters in that team that that maybe it was too early for that group if the if you can ever say such a thing because they weren't quite experienced to that level to to play the game rather than the occasion. Well, yeah, rightly so. We had some tightly, for example. Uh, um, and the kill, we had a very, very young team. Yeah, mixed with experience because Gary Brain, even with his experience, that tells you what pressure does to, to people, regardless of what you've done in the game. Um, yes, even with, with my experience at the time, playing for Nigeria for a number of years, I, I felt the pressure. And if I could feel the pressure that much, I wonder what those kids were going through at the time. 
But it's that thing, isn't it? Like when you know, when you look back on your career, and I know you would have loved to have played in the Premier League with Wolves, but it is fascinating that it's moments like this game that you look back on with even some fondness. Absolutely, absolutely. It was one small dent in my in my Wolves career that I never played for for Wolves in the in the Premier League, uh, and that was the only reason why I left. Otherwise, I would have probably. Stayed all my career playing for Wolverhampton because I felt welcome. I, I mean, I love the people. The people loved me. They gave me a, a very, very welcoming hands. All the managers that came took to me. I mean, I played as many games as I possibly could, and I probably thought there was still so much more to me that um, most never saw that I had to go and I mean show somewhere else. Unfortunately, but again, the international environment meant that I needed to play in the Premier League before I could command the share to sort of play for my country because a lot of my colleagues were at the time and that was the only reason why I, I left. I mean, again, maybe I was I was the one that needed to leave before before he happened because the year I left, he happened. <laughs> <laughs> so so from that viewpoint, no hard feelings. Uh, if I if that's if all of the other needs to be sacrificed for the clubs to sort of sit where he belongs, so be Thanks for listening to The Old Gold Club. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and rating from wherever you get your podcasts. Wolves TV, the home of live uninterrupted radio commentary of every single Wolves game. But that's not all. Wolves TV also brings you extended and alternative match highlights, interviews with the team, behind-the-scenes features and training coverage, plus see every goal Wolves score from every angle. So check out Wolves TV online at wolves.co.uk or on the move via the Wolves app.